Hi there! The album we will be discussing today is Ella Fitzgerald's 1958 album, Sing Sweet Songs for Swingers. Fitzgerald debuted in 1947, so she was already 12 years into her singing career. The album uses the genre of swing, hence the album title. Most of Fitzgerald's songs are about love and most have a swooning slow tempo, but she does spice it up with faster songs with big band collective choruses. Her songs incorporate all kinds of instruments such as piano, bass, drums, trumpets, saxophones, tuba, flutes, chimes, trombones, clarinets, and some other instruments I must be missing. The overall album mood is strongly driven by the key and Fitzgerald's tone of voice, which in turn make this a very romantic sounding album. We can assume all the tracks in Fitzgerald's albums are original, besides Moonlight Serenade, which was originally composed by Glenn Miller. Miller's version doesn't have any words, but maintains a mysterious and pining tone throughout the song. So let's get started. Track number one, Sweet and Lovely. There is an occasional outburst from the band that releases the build that the song creates, and it creates a perfect balance to taper off the energy of the song and come back to Ella's slower messages. Let's move on to track number two, Let's Fall in Love. This song has a romantic sound, but slightly seductive notes. It's the way she sings each note that creates an intentionally playful and suggestive tone. It's interesting how this song also has the band collectively playing a melody. Track number three, Making Whoopi. The song starts off energetic with a shout chorus from the band, and we would expect the song to maintain this throughout, but it quickly drops to a slow tempo with little instrumental backing. To add energy to the song, Fitzgerald ascends her notes higher, which builds and makes the listener eager to see where the song goes. Surprisingly, we hear the shout chorus that began our song surprise us in small moments, which juxtaposes our slower tempo. But don't forget, folks, that's what you get, folks. For Track number four, That Old Feeling. Fitzgerald's voice conveys a loving yet grieving feeling throughout, almost like the title suggests. This could be because she's grieving a love that is lost with the lyrics such as And also, you were completely forgotten, just an affair of the past. Track number five, I Remember You. Now let's focus on this one just a little bit more than the others. Unlike most of her beginnings, Fitzgerald starts the song off with just her voice and a piano. After a few lines, the song introduces the band after the word, smile. I recall that I saw before, it was as if she was trying to remember everything about the setting, with lyrics such as Was it in Tahiti? Were we on the Nile? 
But only when it comes to the person she is thinking about do the memories really come rushing back, illustrating that the setting is more or less not important. The memories of her lover are so strong to her that she says, When my life is through, Now, kind of analyzing this, though the band started off relatively slow, we can see that it picks up to a very upbeat tempo, as if remembering has brought all the happy feelings back to the present. The presence of the drums, which is stronger in this song than in most of her other songs, affirms that the tempo is fairly quick. The trumpets and trombones are very present throughout the song, and they don't stick to one set melody, and it seems that Fitzgerald and the horns play off each other with varying instrumental and vocal choices, always keeping the listener intrigued. There was a fun musical choice that I'd like to mention towards the end of the song. It slows in tempo momentarily during the word blue. The descending notes from the horn section on that word continue to make it feel like the song is a story rather than just a basic song. There's intricacies and it creates a nice texture to set up the ultimate ending of the song. Track six, Moonlight Serenade. As stated before, the song was remade after Glenn Miller's original swing song, Moonlight Serenade, and there is a heavy presence of a piano that we rarely hear in her previous songs. We hear a walking bass with soft drums and a piano and woodwinds repeating a high melody as Fitzgerald builds towards the chorus. We could almost imagine that the lyrics and the instruments create the feeling of falling in love. It's gradual, but captures one so heavily. Track number seven, Gone with the Wind. The chorus of Gone with the Wind invites the horns to increase their sound, ultimately setting themselves up to have a collective solo. Then a trumpet solo eases Fitzgerald back into the song. It's interesting how towards the end of the song, there is a faint scat from the drummer. Usually I would expect Fitzgerald to scat, but that ending moment of the drums set up the ending held note of the entire band. Let's take a listen. Track number eight, Can't We Be Friends? The song builds slow, but builds with the horn section, mostly guiding the intensity of where the song would go next. Lyrically, it is more somber and talks about heartbreak and rejection. Track nine, Out of This World. The drums were interesting in this song and there was definitely some Latin beat influence. The ever-present horn section created a sassy instrumental backing. The addition of the tambourine created a nice balance between the trumpet and trombone solos. At the end of the song, Fitzgerald improvises, saying, clear out of this world, in four very different ways. Overall, a very fun listen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Track number 10, My Old Flame. Introduced by piano, it sets the tone of a slower, romantic song. Fitzgerald is singing about another former lover, who her newer flames just can't match. But their attempts at love were only imitations of Track 11, East of the Sun, West of the Moon. Even during the collective solos, the shout choruses aren't as aggressive because although they are loud, they aren't fast enough to create that usually frantic feeling. East of the sun and west of the moon. Track 12. Lullaby of Broadway. The beginning of the song has a strong presence of trumpets and trombones with a classic drum percussion beat that one would expect in, let's say, West Side Story. The song is strongly swinging when Fitzgerald sings, but is broken up by almost an ostinato pattern of music again. Overall, this album has tunes that are calming and energetic. It all depends on what you, the listener, are feeling. I personally like the slower songs because the shout choruses were sometimes a bit too much for my personal taste, but I could understand from a more objective perspective that it added a lot more depth to her songs. The track list works together because there is a range of feelings with each song, though they all have a more romantic basis. I found Fitzgerald's voice a huge reason behind the feeling of the songs. She delivered playfulness, grief, nostalgia, and even a yearning feeling to whatever song she sang. The band did an exquisite job of supporting the message while also adding their own flavor to the song. I don't usually sit down and intentionally listen to every song all the way through of an album. However, I would definitely recommend this album because although it's from 50 years ago, each song delivers something different and Ella sends it home with her vocals that could literally cut butter. This album is heavy on the topic of romance and love, but to make it more palatable for less romantic listeners, the musical intricacies can make it appealing to almost anyone, I think, and it leaves you feeling somewhat grounded. The talent is subtle yet very present. Give it a listen.